usual, a summer shirt sleeve night, the eddying air was city smelling, flavored by watered lawns, exhaust, flowers. Through it, for quite a long time, she drove as if at her own volition, capable of stoppings, turnings, and returnings. Yet she went as mindlessly as a plane on automatic pilot, and through a traffic pattern as compulsive as the structure of atoms. Her mind was clenched like a fist. Later, a half hour or an hour, her street spun into a concrete whirlpool, and she was swept into a swift reach of freeway. On both sides, the service roads dazzled and winked their roadside businesses. Light gleamed off the beetlebacks of cars, flooded from windows where mannequins had come out to inspect the crowds, rained against facades of glass and stucco, bored upwards from moving searchlight lenses. Pausing for a red light while a trucker next door stared down at her from his high cab, she emerged from her automatism long enough to despise the cheap and frantic glitter of everything, and she tasted in her throat the poisonous carbon compounds of automotive waste. She flickered her eyes off the trucker's admiring glance, knowing exactly how she appeared to him, a good-looking woman in a late-model convertible, something out of a motor ad, a cliché of desirability, absolutely at home on this main street of Vanity Fair. Then the stain of red light on the trucker's face went amber. He lunged to his gears. She put her foot down and drew smoothly ahead. Traffic thickened and began to stack up. She was smothered in trucks, buses, cars, big square trailers belted with lights, Jalopies that crippled along, limp-fendered and wobble-wheeled, showing quilts and cartons on their roofs, and Negro or white or Mexican faces at their windows and feet over the tops of doors. An impatient car, ducking out of its lane to squeeze through, brought Sabrina's foot down hard on the brake pedal. In the mirror, she watched the lights behind her surge up big and ominous and hunched her shoulders against the crash that did not quite come. The even lanes of cars broke up and around flares and standing men, the flashing red light of a police car, a pickup slewed sideways, and a sports car on its side like a squashed bug. The wreck held her attention only while she was easing past it. Then the delayed traffic leaped out, but not fast enough to free her. Cruising behind a car that refused to speed up or move over, Sabrina edged over the double line. An opposing driver rode his horn, lights glared, horn howled, and was gone, leaving her chased back into the dazzled dark of her own lane. Toad, she said. She might have admitted the justice of his protest, but she despised people who used their horns. Again, she sneaked over the double line, this time saw room and whipped out to pass. More lights were coming. The driver she was passing increased his speed risking a wreck to teach her a lesson. But her foot was down on more than three hundred horses. She lifted and poured by, cutting the past car short to teach him a lesson. The hollow night filled with the wish and thud of the passing projectile. Sabrina lightened her foot, and with her lane clear for two hundred yards ahead, settled back down to seventy. She was coming onto the grapevine, or what had been called the grapevine in her childhood, now it looped through the hills, six lanes wide, its curves softened and its grades evened out, 
and only trucks or buses recognized it at all. They were already getting over into the slow lane, beginning to labor, shifting down, one and then another, and then another, a succession of concussions of collapsed air. The white-lined highway curved away under planed cuts above the shadows of filled ravines. She was winked at by the constant eyes of the crash vents. The horizon humped up into hills, and the stars gathered and came closer. Into her cockpit, the wind eddied the sudden smell of dust and dry weeds. And it was that, with its suggestion of aromatic desert, that and the new openness and nearness of the sky, that turned loose her mind again. The picture came without warning, cameo sharp and small. The hot butte of Monte Alban, and the two of them locked together in an exposed, sun-soaked tableau.